0: This is Homer and Tony. Oh, baby. Everybody should get to know everybody they work with, however they do that.
1: You don't have to have a lunch. Who are you getting to know? How's that working without the lunch? Are you getting I'm to getting to know anybody? Sure, I get Ooh, to know everybody. I don't know whatever interaction I have with people. When they need something, they None. call me up. None. You did not provide an alternative solution. Uh, I don't uh, people that want to have an
0: interaction with you that need to have an interaction. Not line some people up here and here and homework and tell you who they are. <laughs> no, <laughs> I, I, a, I will too. not do
1: that. That's it. We need a.
0: We need. I a, will a not make that every week. <laughs> people buy diet books. They haven't found a diet that works, but I have one, and it's free. Doesn't cost you a penny. You want to lose weight? that's all you got to do. Hmm. Run. Nope. That's too hard. He won't do that. Put the fork down. Uh, now nah. you can get. You can use <laughs> meal the fork prep. as much as you want. No, you can't eat anything after seven o'clock. Now nah. meal prep. Now nah, you can start at eight. I think start at eight and then gradually. Once you get that, then you go to seven thirty, and you will lose weight. Broadcasting live from the Gruber Law Office's One Call That's All studios at the Avenue. This is Homer and Tony with Cousin Sub, Sub of the Day, Channel 12 Sports Director Dario Melendez.
2: have Homer and Tony, your cousins of the day, Dario Melendez. Our question before the break, who are the uh, best athletes ever in any sport to never make the playoffs? I think Pebble hit the nail on the head with Gail Sayers and DeFuckis. We were talking about Joe Thomas. Uh, Pete Maguano tweeting in, or texting in, I should say, to our ESPN Wisconsin talking text line 800-990-3776. Calvin Johnson only played two playoff games in Detroit before bailing. Yes, two is more than zero. Pete, you know I hurt you. But the answer is, or well, the question is, zero. Not more than zero. But you know what time it is. It's three o'clock. So time now for our top three of three.
0: The best of the best. Oh, the, best. Oh, no. the pick of the letter, the creme de la creme. This list is as exclusive as it gets. Three, two. One. Okay, let's run. It's the top three at three with Homer and Tony. And for the top three at three, I thought we could do our Super Bowl selections because we haven't really talked a lot about the big game coming up this Sunday. I have Homer and Tony's picks for the big game as well. And Dario and me can. Uh, Toss around our picks as well and a little analysis of the game if you want, Dario. Yeah, why don't you uh, You want to give us Homer and Tony's first? So Tony is taking Kansas City plus two according to our cover five, which we use the cover, cover five line, which was set earlier in the week at Philly minus two. He's taking Kansas City plus the two, even though he has a bet going that Philly will win the championship. He just thinks that Kansas City will crush his dreams of winning that bet. So uh, he's taking Kansas City plus the two. And Homer is taking Philly minus two. Okay.
2: I want to show you and go through the wins for the Philadelphia Eagles this year. Detroit Lions in week one. Kirk Cousins in primetime, which we all know Kirk Cousins stinks. Then you beat the Commanders. You beat the Jaguars. You beat a terrible Arizona team who fired their coach. Uh, you beat Dak Prescottless Dallas Cowboys. You beat bad Pittsburgh and Houston teams in back-to-back weeks. You lose to the Commanders with, I mean, a D3 quarterback, pretty much. Then you beat the Colts. You beat the Packers, and we know the Packers aren't very good. Tennessee's a quality win. You beat uh, New York Giants. Uh, maybe quality, maybe not. I think it's still a little up in the air with them. Uh, you beat a bad Bears team. And then you beat, again, another suspect New York Giants team. You get to the playoffs. (laughs) You beat the Giants again. As we mentioned, not very good. And then you beat the San Francisco 49ers with a fourth-string quarterback. Do you see the point I'm trying to make here, Pebble? Sounds like you're taking Kansas City. I'm going to take Kansas City all day, every day. Patrick Mahomes is maybe one of, if not the best quarterbacks we've ever seen. He might take over Aaron Rodgers as the best quarterback of all time. Because, yes, I do consider Aaron Rodgers the best player to ever play that position. I consider Tom Brady the best champion of all times. Uh, He is by far the goat of when it comes to playing the position and winning titles. But when you talk about pure natural ability, it's Aaron Rodgers hands down. But Patrick Mahomes, without a doubt, is rivaling him. Uh, Maybe that ankle might have a little bit of an issue, but... The Eagles have played nobody this year. No one. I understand they did what they were supposed to do. You beat the teams ahead of you. But I don't understand how anybody could be so high on them when they've beaten no one. This is the softest schedule I've seen in years. I mean, am I wrong? Am I missing something here? Maybe I'm like too down on the Giants. I don't think the Giants are that good of a team. I think the NFC stinks together. that's a story for another day. But man, the Eagles have beaten no one. They've been gift-wrapped this path to the Super Bowl. And now you're going to play the Kansas City Chiefs, who I mean might have a hobbled quarterback in Patrick Mahomes, but man, Andy Reid's not losing this game. So I'm taking the Chiefs.
0: Philadelphia's roster, I think, is clearly superior to Kansas City's. Aside from quarterback and tight end, I don't think you can find a position on the Chiefs that's better than the Eagles. Maybe safety, but I think that's about even. Philly's a bit better at running back and way better at receiver, offensive line, defensive line, linebacker, and cornerback. Now you might say to yourself, how can you just brush off a quarterback like Patrick Mahomes so you can carry the Chiefs to a win? If you're thinking, look at the Super Bowl since 2000. The superior quarterback in the Super Bowl since then is 7-11 straight up and 5-13 against the spread. If the superior quarterback is constantly losing in the big game, it's likely that the opposing team has got the better overall roster. I want to
2: fact-check you on that. And that's
0: the case in most of the matchups. Take a look at the Mahomes games. The Buccaneers had a disgusting defense at Hound and Mahomes all game, while the Giants defenses did the same thing to Brady. In the Brady-Nick Foles matchup, Philadelphia had the best roster in the NFL that year as well. Despite Brady's 500-plus pass yards, the Eagles still prevailed with Foles. I don't think there's a question as to which team is better. Philadelphia's pass rush... Receiving core, offensive line, cornerback group are so much better than anything the Chiefs have in their possession. It's not even close. I'm taking Philly minus two. I'm saying Philly 26, Kansas City 21. So
2: last year it was Stafford over Burrow. Stafford's the better quarterback. The year before, it's a toss-up between Brady and Mahomes. The year before that, it's Mahomes. The year before that, it's Brady. So that's four straight better quarterbacks, Pebble. The, the Nick Foles one's an interesting argument. I'm glad you brought that because Nick Foles, you got to remember, was playing as the best quarterback of all time, I think, pretty I think, much. I think
0: Stafford and Burrow are considered even, to tell you the no truth. No yes, yes. way in heck. Patrick Mahomes over There's Brady. There's no way. Patrick Mahomes over Garoppolo. The, then you got <laughs> Brady over Jared Goff, Brady over Foles. Uh, Tom Brady and Matt Ryan considered even in 2016. No way! What, yep. what are you smoking? Cam Newton over Peyton Manning. <laughs> Tom Brady over Stop Russell Wilson. Manning over Wilson. You are Cam you're over high. You're high.
2: You're absolutely high. There's no way. First off, Stafford is better than Burrow at, l- at last year. I mean, Burrow is, what, two years in the league, three years in the league? Maybe this season, yes, because Stafford got hurt, but there's no way in heck. Stafford, Brady... Uh, again, that, that Super Bowl, what Matt is Matt
0: Ryan was MVP in 2016. You're saying him and Brady aren't even that year? Uh, no. No, I'm not. No. And then, look, I mean, you have, what,
2: Peyton Manning, superior quarterback, toss-up between Russell Wilson and Tom Brady, uh, toss-up between... Brady over Wilson. Well, then, that goes to what I'm saying. Then Wilson over Peyton Manning, because Peyton no, Manning Man- was... A-
0: Manning over Wilson in that one. He was a corpse. Peyton Manning was a corpse.
2: Rebel. Yeah. We're wow. fighting. All right. We're fighting. Maybe the Eli Manning one. Eli Manning
0: beating Tom Brady. Now nah, Brady over Manning in that one. That's what I got. Yeah, yeah, my- That's yeah, what for I got sure. on my list.
2: Yep. Oh, yeah. Sorry, sorry. I said that wrong. Yes, Brady yeah. over Manning. Uh, I mean...
0: Rodgers over Roethlisberger in 2010. Flacco over Kaepernick. Manning over, uh, no, Kaepernick over Flacco. No
1: way! Oh my gosh. Kaepernick
2: lost a quarterback battle to Blake Bortles. Kaepernick
0: is a great athlete. He is a terrible quarterback. Terrible. And you think Flacco's better than him? Yes. (laughs) Oh my gosh. I don't think either of them are good. Oh, without a doubt he's trash,
2: but he's better than Colin Kaepernick.
0: Remember, remember me kill the Let me, let me, just, run, let me, let me guy. just run through a couple more here. Uh, 2009, Peyton Manning over Drew Brees. Uh, 2008, Roethlisberger and Kurt Warner, even. 2007, Brady over Eli Manning. 2006, Manning over Grossman. Uh, 2005, Roethlisberger in the second year in Hasselbeck, probably even. 2004, Brady over McNabb. 2003, Brady over Del Home. No, that was Roethlisberger's rookie year. Yeah, that was his second year, 2005. Are you sure? Yep.
2: I thought that was his rookie that year. That was his second year. Either way, I mean, I think you're proving my point that you have to have a good quarterback play when they're when they're not even. And and right now, Patrick Mahomes is a much better quarterback than Jalen Hurts. Jalen Hurts is fine; he's good. He's gotten much oh, of better.
0: Yeah, but the Eagles' team overall is better in every position. Yeah, but Patrick
2: Mahomes—I mean, the the most important position, unless you have the best defense in the league, is quarterback. But that's why you gamble. And look, you're probably going to make me look stupid. When we talk about this again next time I see you. So you're going, I'm guessing, with I'm taking what? Philly
0: minus two. Yep. Final score, 26-21 Eagles. Okay. So that's you and Tony are taking? Uh, no, me and Homer are and Homer, taking. You and then me and yeah, Tony. And you and Tony are taking KC. But Tony's only taking them because he thinks his best not wow, going to happen. So I'm the only one that thinks
2: the Eagles kind of lucked their way into the Super Bowl. Huh. Maybe I'm seeing something that no one else has seen. Um, all right, well. Man, now, now I'm second. You guys are making me second guess myself. I was so sure about my stance, and then you run, you run through what everybody else is saying, and you're making me think that I'm wrong. Let me do this again. I mean, Detroit, Minnesota, Commanders, Jaguars, Arizona, Dallas, Pittsburgh, Houston, Indianapolis, Green Bay, Tennessee's a good one. New York and eh, Chicago. No, New York. I mean they.
0: That's a horrible schedule. Am I wrong? No, you're. It is. It's a bad schedule, and they, you could say it too. That also, if you look at it, you could say they beat Daniel Jones again in the playoffs. They beat a one-armed Brock Purdy in the playoffs to get where they are. So, let's look at the Chiefs. Maybe, maybe I'm not.
2: We, we got to look at both sides real quick. Let's look at the Chiefs' schedule and, and their results because th- there might be a little telling here as well. Um, Chiefs, Cardinals, eh. Chargers aren't bad. You lose the Colts. You beat the Bucks, Uh You beat the Raiders. Uh. You beat the 49ers. That's a good win. Beat the Titans. That's a good win. Jaguars, Chargers. Uh, Rams. Uh, Broncos. Uh, Texans. Uh, Seahawks is a good win. I mean, it, it, yeah, they're not much better. It's not much better. So, yeah, I mean, maybe there's just not a lot of parity. Top-heavy league. A lot of ad teams and like three or two or three really good ones. So all right, that's what we got. Uh coming up next here, we are gonna get back to our ESPN Wisconsin talking text line. We wanna talk a little bit more Bucks? I know we saw a couple Bucks tweets on there and text on there. Uh obviously Joe Thomas going into the Pro Football Hall of Fame. And we got Fat Jack coming up in a couple minutes and our Gruber Lofts is one call. That's all for the win. So stick around more Homer Homework Tony with our cousin some of the day, Dario Melendez coming up after this.
0: I mean, I think it would be great, actually. Yeah. You know, I think uh, in terms of, you know, the type of energy that it would bring to Raider Nation, bring to the, you know, city of Las Vegas, um, I think it would be outstanding. I think having that connection again, you know, with him and Devontae, um, every time I think about those two guys, I think about the back shoulder fade, right? And last year, I, I... I didn't see enough of well, what's the name? I didn't see enough of that. You right. know, it was never that connection. And so that's what I, I have in my mind when I think about that.
2: Judas! Benedict Arnold! A2 Brute. Charles Woodson weighing in on Aaron Rodgers. I get it. He's a Raiders Hall of Famer. He's a Packers Hall of Famer, but you can't straddle the fence here. Pick a side. And obviously he did pick a side and it's not the side we wanted him to pick. 8 under 990 37 our ESPN Wisconsin talking text line. Your cousin's up of the day, Dario Melendez, filling in for the guys on assignment. They're heading out to the nation's capital for tomorrow's Marquette Georgetown game. Look, it's a tough loss that they suffered earlier in the week to UConn. Georgetown is not what you would call a juggernaut, uh, a good team, right? 1
0: in 13, I yeah. think they are in Biggie's play. Is Patrick Ewing still the coach? Did he
2: not get fired yet? Uh, I think he's still the coach, yeah. That's the problem when you are a Hall of Famer and all everything, and you go back to coach your like hometown, um, homegrown team,
0: like a, a favorite son coming home. Yeah, is.
2: you just can't do it because how do you get rid of them? Like Don Mattingly said that when Joe Girardi was about when Joe Girardi was leaving the Yankees, Don Mattingly was a name to replace him, and he's like, "Nah, I'm good. I don't want to go back to the Yankees. I have such a good reputation there." I don't want to ruin that reputation. Patrick Ewing is doing a really good job of ruining his reputation at Georgetown. Anyways, 800-990-3776, our, Wisconsin, our ESPN Wisconsin talking text line. A lot of Bucks talk still on here we want to get to, and I guess that's going to bring us to our discount liquor portal question of the day. Uh, getting Jay Crowder, does that make the Bucks the favorite to win the NBA Finals? I mean, I say it does. I understand you still got Kevin Durant, Booker, Aiton, CP3, but the Bucks got everybody for that. The Bucs can guard every one of those players. Can the Suns guard Giannis? Can the Suns guard Middleton? Can the Suns guard Holiday? Answers no. We've seen it. No one's going to guard Kevin Durant. People can get CP3 and Booker frustrated, and Aiton and Lopez pretty much cancel each other out. I think Jay Crowder is the X factor. And especially going against his former team, you think he's not going to have a chip on his shoulder. Tony, that's all he talked about the other day when I was filling in. Chips, 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 chips. Yeah, he's going to have a chip on his shoulder. Let's get to our ESPN Wisconsin talking text line, 800-990-3776. Tom in Milwaukee uh, talking about I should say weighing in on my comments about uh, the Eagles having a really soft schedule because, what, they got to beat the Giants and the Cowboys. He goes, the Giants and the Cowboys were playoff teams. At least a little respect is needed, right? No. And the reason I will say that is because, as I mentioned before, the NFC is not a very good conference this year. They stink. Uh, There was one team that did not make the playoffs from the NFC that was above 500, just one. When that was the Lions. Wow, the AFC stinks too. What is going
0: on with football? It really, is to- it really is top heavy, though. I mean, parity. Yeah, I guess. I mean, plus when you're adding a seventh team, obviously a yeah. team with, with a bad record is probably going to be in there as that last team.
2: Yeah. So the Seahawks. Uh, so the the Seahawks and Giants got in at with nine wins. Tampa got in under five
0: hundred. Because their division was terrible. yeah, their
2: division was terrible. The Lions were nine and eight. They were the only team uh, with a 500 record that didn't get in. Above 500 record, um, everybody else is below 500. But the, man, you look at the AFC. It's the same darn thing. I mean, nine and eight. Steel- oh, Steelers were nine and eight. They didn't get in either. Man, um, but the AFC had more double digit wins, right? One, two, three, five. NFC had four. Huh. I don't know, man. Maybe it is parody. But that said, it's the same damn teams in the championships every game, correct? Correct. <laughs> it's Can- <laughs> it's Kansas City every year and San Francisco pretty much. This year the Eagles got hot. Again, I, I still don't think they have a great, uh, an easy schedule, I should say. Um, but I mean, I-, I mean, a little respect, I guess. I mean, Dallas had to win games without Dak Prescott, but then Dak Prescott pooped the season away for them. I still don't think the Giants are very good. I mean, 9-7-1. and one. I mean, I think they're a phony team. And, and you look at the NFC North, that's why I, if you're Aaron Rodgers, and again, I didn't want to talk about him, but here we go. If you're Aaron Rodgers, why would you want to leave the NFC North? Why would you want to go to the AFC West and have to face Russell Wilson and a competent coach in Sean Payton, face Patrick Mahomes, all everything, face Justin Herbert 10 and 7 last year or why would you want to go to the AFC East you have to face Josh Allen and the juggernaut that are the Buffalo Bills and let's just say the Dolphins get Lamar Jackson that's going to be a track meet down in South Florida like if you're Aaron Rodgers why don't you just do the smart thing restructure your damn contract kick the money down the road you've already hurt the Packers when it comes to the salary cap what's a couple more years going to do kick it down the road Let Goody go get some players for you and then own a terrible division. The Lions aren't good. The Bears aren't good. We saw how phony the Vikings are. You want to get back to the playoffs? You want to get the number one seed and and make your path to the Super Bowl easier? You stay in Green Bay, you do the right thing and restructure your contract. That's the easiest way. Like, he talks about wanting to compete and wanting to win rings and win championships. The easiest way to win a championship is restructure your damn contract, let the Packers have some flexibility to go out and put guys on the roster, and then make a run in a terrible division. That's it. Going to the AFC West and going to the AFC East, not going to do it. Pebble, if Rodgers is on the Jets, are they better than the Bills?
0: No, the Bills are just right? have a better team. Right? So then you're playing for a wild card. Even when he, even if he goes to the Raiders, which is like the betting favorite now, according are, to odds, uh, he I mean, he's, he's better going than I mean, he's going up against Patrick Mahomes. He's going up against Justin Herbert. He's trying to go up against a, a Broncos team that's trying to reinvent itself as well. So that's a hard division to come out of because you're going to be like the, maybe the second, or third best team in that conference or in that division. But if he's got to go to the AFC, I mean, when you look at the teams that are in desperate need of a quarterback. It's it's teams that are going to be in conferences with other teams that have great quarterbacks already in the league.
2: Yeah, it's weird.
0: I don't get it. And Aaron Rodgers, of course, he's the ultimate competitor. He's not going to shy away from it. But if his ultimate goal still in his career is to get to and win a Super Bowl, it's not going to happen with any of those teams.
2: No, not at all. Like Going to the Raiders doesn't make you the odds on favor to go to the Super Bowl. I mean, it doesn't. Like it's just it's so it's so stupid. It's so stupid. Anyways, enough about that. Uh I don't know if this is a joke, but Bucks bot account four. Bucks with a nine game win streak. I thought it was an eight game win streak.
0: No, it's nine now.
2: It's nine yep. now? Oh, so that ties the season high. Uh Bucks with a nine game win streak, adding the beast and Jay Crowder. Uh the Bucks are undefeated since Chris Middleton's come back. They are undefeated since they got their big three back. Obviously, you'd like them to have Jay Crowder. Oh, and the guy I was thinking of, by the way, when we started this at the beginning of the show, how at the trade deadline, the first few years of the Bud era, they added offense. Nico Miritich was the first guy in eighteen nineteen. They didn't make a trade, but they got Marvin Williams uh, in the buyout market. That didn't work either. That was the bubble year as well. But then they go P.J. Tucker, and that works. Last year, they felt pretty good. Chris Middleton gets hurt. Things go south. They go back that P.J. Tucker route with Jay Crowder. Again, I don't know how they how they aren't the favorite. We talked about it at the start of the show. I mean, uh, you could play so many different lineups with a guy like Jay Crowder. The biggest question is going to be, I mean, his health and his endurance. He hasn't played all season because of that contract dispute. The good news is defense doesn't really leave you much. Like, look at Wes Matthews. He's, what, 36, 37? And he hasn't lost a step at all defensively. You don't need Jay Crowder to score 10 points a game. You don't. I know that's his average. You don't need him to do that. You just need him to make sure Jason Tatum doesn't score 25 a game. Make sure Jalen Brown doesn't go off for 30, 40, 50. That's what you need Jay Crowder to do. And I don't see that leaving him anytime soon. So the biggest thing with him is getting him back into basketball shape. I'm guessing he's kept himself in shape. He is a pro athlete. He's known this has been coming. And this could be a great thing because you want to talk about fresh legs. Brooke Lopez, remember last year, Brooke Lopez missed most of the season with that bad back after having surgery. Remember how fresh and how good he looked coming back? That's kind of what you expect to see out of Jay Crowder. Hit the All-Star break. I don't know when he's going to make his Bucks debut. I'm guessing we'll see him in the building on Tuesday. I would think as a betting man, maybe he plays in those two games on restricted minutes. More likely, he's back after the All-Star break. our ESPN Wisconsin talking text line. uh, Do we got Fat Jack coming up?
0: Yeah, we'll see if uh, Fat Jack can join us next.
2: We'll we'll see if we can get a hold of Fat Jack because uh, it is Super Bowl week, which means we're going to be putting some bets down. So uh, Fat Jack from Fat Jack Sports coming up after the break. back to Homer and Tony, your cousin the sub of the day, Dario Melendez from WISN 12. Time now, you hear the music to welcome in Fat Jack from FatJackSports.com. You can also see him on Beat the Odds. Fat Jack, are you out in Phoenix right
1: now? I'm in Vegas, actually. Ooh. I was in Phoenix early in the year, and then I came over here to tape this TV show on Thursday, and Get ready to make a lot of money over the weekend. So excited about that. How are you today?
2: I'm doing great, and I love these segments with you because I always like going through your Twitter and seeing the victory laps you just did. I saw your one from uh, last week, how you guys went unbeaten, undefeated during Pro Bowl week.
1: Yeah, it doesn't happen every week. I mean, it's hard to, and I do talk about the down weeks too. I'll put up stuff when, when things don't go well because I do feel like it's super easy to, you know, to flex and put up a cute meme when you go 4-0 on Saturday and you win again on Sunday. But the reality is since we've turned to 2023, we haven't had a losing weekend yet. So it's been really, really strong every week. Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday, Monday have been really, really good. Football's on a 21-4 and run. Basketball's winning. All those games are posted and documented. So we ever get the same plays. And they're posted on the website so that everybody, under the results tab, so you're able to see you're only getting the best plays. But yeah, I mean, it's been a really, really nice start to 2023, and I feel like we're going to wrap up what's been a very good football season on Sunday.
2: Yeah, how do you see this one playing out? I mean, does the Mahomes ankle injury factor into it at all? Like, Pebble and I were kind of kicking it back and forth earlier. It it seems like the Eagles schedule might have been a little softer, plus... I mean, getting the, getting the uh, San Francisco 49ers in the NFC Championship on their fourth string quarterback is going to help you a little bit get to the, the Super Bowl. But, I mean, how do, how do you see this one shaping out?
1: So, you, both everything you said is true. It's one of those if you were on a debate team that you would be perfectly fine with either side of this. I mean, it's very evenly matched. You can make a great case for either team. Both are the number one seeds in their conferences. Both are in the buy, and both have star power and do really well against a number of different situations i you you may not know this but you know, i came on in august i gave everybody philadelphia and also all my clients too got sent an email i said the profits for the season as far as over under win totals of the year and then two uh seasonal picks for the super bowl uh, two years ago it was the Rams and i think somebody else um anyway Car- carolina or somebody anyway somebody else this last year it was arizona and it was philadelphia and I have $2,000 on Philadelphia to win $48,000 that I've already have going into this game. So I've hedged back some of it that I only, I only point that out to, to tell you that I'm not really concerned with who wins. I mean, I'd like Philly to win, but I can make a case for either way. And if I hadn't placed that bet back in August, I would probably lean toward Kansas City a little bit, but it's only based on the fact, and I do worry about Mahomes' ankle, but it's only based on the fact that, that Philly's defense, has not played anybody. I mean you, you point out the fact Mahomes against the number is a favorite of three points or less or an underdog is 18, 6, and 1. But so he's really good in this exact role as an underdog. But Philly's defense has given up a ton of points against the best offenses they played. Green Bay, 33, uh, as you guys know up there. Dallas, they gave up 40. Detroit, they gave up 35. So they have not played anywhere near what they're going to get with the offense. With uh, with Kansas City, so providing that Mahomes stays in the game, I do think they're going to have some offensive success against Philadelphia. The good thing for Philly fans and my futures bet is that they are very well balanced. They can score a ton of different ways, and they've proven they're not afraid to put some points up. So, uh, if you read between the lines, if you made if you held the gun in my head and say what's the best bet, I will give you over the total. And it's not just me. There's a lot of sharps on over. But if you make me play the side, it's going to come down to the fewest amount of mistakes, similar to the conference championship rounds, You make mistakes, you're going to lose. You lose your quarterback, you're going to lose. Uh, if you don't make mistakes, you're going to win. So it's it's really evenly matched. It's kind of a, a cop-out answer, but it's really a difficult game to pick if all turnovers are even.
2: No, I mean, I don't think it's a cop-out at all because that's, I mean, I'm looking at this and I haven't placed a bet. We have uh, the sportsbook opening at Pottawatomie very soon, so I might be heading over there to try to do something with that. Um, if you haven't placed a bet yet, like how do you even approach this game? Do you just go with the props? Or, I mean, do you even try uh, to put it... What?
1: No, you play over, first of all. Play That's over. the best yeah. play. And by the way, if you're at Potawatomi Casino, you want to sub that out to FanDuel or, or DraftKings or something because my my clients are going to beat you. I will just tell you, if they're in Wisconsin, they're going to win. And I've had different casinos that have opened up on some of these Indian and they, they get hit by my clients because we, we win. I mean, whenever we win every day or every week, but you open up a casino, you want to be backed by a lot of money nationwide because it is, uh, we're going to win. But play over the total, that's the best play. If you dig into the props, it is the one week of the year where props are a really easy thing to make money on if you know what you're looking at and you know what you're looking for. The general public will will go out and they will look for things that you bet a little bit of money to make a lot of money. That is not the way you approach prop bets if you're trying to win. Uh, that's how you play the lottery. You bet a little, you hope for millions of dollars. and. Fingers crossed, and most everybody loses in prop bets. You want to be okay laying a little more money to win a little bit of money. You get the top fifteen prop bets when you sign up, but there are some of these that are glaring as far as you're getting great value. I'll give you a couple examples. Travis Kelsey over six and a half, all the way up to seven and a half receptions. All right, he has gone over the total uh, of six and a half receptions eight. Excuse me, every single week he's averaged eight point three receptions per game since week fifteen. He's flown over. Uh, six-and-a-half receptions in the playoffs. He's averaged ten-and-a-half receptions per game in the playoffs. And even if Mahomes is hurt, they give him the ball a hundred different ways. Besides him being Mahomes' a safety blanket, they throw shuttle passes, they throw slip screens, all these type of things to him to where it, nobody's proven yet that they can keep the ball out of his hands. Yards I'd be a little concerned about, but you definitely, that is a bet that you can look is probably going to go over. A better example of playing a lot but getting great value On a prop bet, Patrick Mahomes over one-and-a-half touchdowns, all right? you got to lay about 200 to win this, so 200 to win 100. But here's the reality of that bet. He's gone over six of the last seven games over one-and-a-half touchdowns, and the vast majority of the games this year he goes over one-and-a-half touchdowns. Just based on his last seven games, the implied probability of whether he's going to go over a a one-and-a-half touchdowns or not is minus 600. So you're not having to lay 600. Because if they put it out as six hundred, nobody's gonna bet over because it's too much. So they bring that number down. They don't want to raise the, the touchdown totals. So they, they bring that number down to minus two hundred, understanding that a lot of people are gonna still find value with under because of the ankle, because of Philly's secondary, because of all the things that people know about the game itself. But what that does is it allows you to bet over and only have to lay two hundred when you should be laying six hundred and the exact same bet. We're looking for value. We're trying to make money. And that's one of those examples. Not to mention the fact, high scoring games are going to be going through quarterback production. So if you like over in the game, you'll have all the reason more uh, to go ahead and find a prop bets like
2: that. Man, that was fascinating. I love that. Uh, let's just let's turn to basketball real quick. Obviously, Bucks getting Jay Crowder, uh, Katie and Irving out of the East. What does this do for the Bucks on anybody betting for an NBA Finals championship?
1: Yeah, I mean, I, I worry more about that stuff after this weekend, as far as what the trade deadline does. All of those futures bets, and I, I hate it. I leave the session off with, and the, the segment off with, hey, I had Philly back in August. I'm so good at picking winners long term <laughs> because the reality is those take a lot of a lot of luck and a lot of uh, good fortune going forward. So the odds will certainly uh, vary based on when players move out of one conference into the other. So. Milwaukee is going to be more of a uh, less less odds now than they would have been before the trade deadline because they move out some some players that on the on those teams might have been more dangerous to them in the Western Conference, but those are type of things that you're still kind of guessing. You need to do a, team A versus team B and really pick and choose your spots. Basketball is like fighting Mike Tyson, all right? If you go in and just start swinging. He will knock you out. So you got to pick a spot here, pick a spot there, and the NBA even tougher. As they open up sports gambling around the world, it's important to know what sports you have a better chance of winning at if you aren't really, really dialed in. NBA is very, very difficult uh, to make money uh, betting team A versus team B on a consistent basis.
2: Fat Jack, where can our listeners find uh, all of your amazing insight?
1: Yeah, go to fatjacksports.com. Everything will be posted and documented, our predicted final score for the game. Top prop bets. Add basketball uh, through Sunday for 129 bucks. So it's only 99 bucks for football. 30 bucks more to add basketball. The preseason rates will never be less. They go up on Sunday night. So if you want to make money this year, including get the baseball season for free, does average about 50 games of profit a year? Why well, don't charge for that as long as you sign up before March 1st? So go get signed up for those season packages. You can also pay out the service fee up to over eight months. Uh, a kind of a tricky kind of insider. Guys, watch this in the in the Super Bowl. The opening kickoff to not be a touchback. All right. This is something that high end gamblers seem to know. We bet on this a lot and make a lot of money on this. It's plus odds for it not to be a touchback. The reality is they have a commemorative ball that's different than the regular ball they play with that they use to kick off the opening kickoff of the Super Bowl. The minute the play's over, they hand it to a guy who's taking it to the Hall of Fame in Canton, Ohio, where it is displayed for the rest of its life. Kickers will tell you who have played in this game that ball does not fly quite as well as the balls they're typically used to. Maybe it's mental, maybe it's not. It doesn't matter. If they don't think it's going out of the back of the end zone, a lot of times it won't. You get plus money on that, so watch for that opening kickoff to possibly not be a touchback to plus money.
2: That's awesome. Fat Jack, thanks so much, man. FatJackSports.com, you can also see him on Beat the Odds. Thanks for joining us, my friend. All
1: right, brother. Have a great weekend. Good luck, everybody. Enjoy the game. Nobody bet above your means. Stay within your range, so have a good day.
2: Chris, that was great insight. Did you know that? The commemorative ball? I mean, it makes no, total yeah, no, 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 no. sense. So you have the one commemorative ball that goes straight to Canton and kicker say doesn't sail that far. Huh. How do more people not know this? Like that seems like an easy prop bet then.
0: Oh, of course, yeah. It's not going to be a touchback, obviously. The then, way
2: so. he describes betting. I feel like I could be a millionaire. But the
0: Yeah, but, it, but if it, it was so easy, everybody would. Exactly.
2: He makes it seem so easy, but again, he wins almost like every weekend. When I'm looking at all of this stuff online, so look, FatJackSports.com. Beat the odds. You can see FatJack there uh, on your local TVs as well.
0: Also, listen. You can also listen to him tomorrow morning here, right here at ESPN Milwaukee at eight AM with the FatJack Sports Hour.
2: And he makes it sound so easy. My wife would kill me, and you guys know my wife. Anyways, quick break. When we come back, we're going to put a bow on this edition of Homer and Tony with your cousin, Sub of the Day, Daria Melendez, and get you set for Scowzone Brust. You're listening to Homer and Tony on 94.5 ESPN. Missed any of the show? Find us on Wisconsin On Demand or wherever you get your podcasts. It's free, it's everywhere, and it's for you. playing this because of a Super Bowl halftime? Oh, of course. I like it. That's what I like about you, Pebble. You're always current. I don't care what Tony says about you.
0: He says a lot of stuff about me. I've heard him say it to my
2: face. (laughs) Uh, 800-990-3776 is our ESPN Wisconsin talking text line. A couple more texts I wanted to get to. Uh, We started the program off talking about how I discovered that Journey's a good band. Go figure. Uh, Cam from the Heights. Early Shinedown is great. A bit Newer than Rush and those other classic bands. Uh Sound of Madness, Us and Them, Leave a Whisper. Um, so yeah, again, I'm looking for some more uh some more bands to kind of get in on. Uh we put out the question on our discount litter Twitter discount liquor, I should say, Twitter poll, with the addition of Jay Crowder, are the Bucks now the favorite to win the NBA finals? And uh I gotta find the tweet. Someone wrote, weren't they already? Uh, no, they're
0: actually third in the betting lines right now. They already were. I'm like, well, they,
2: they weren't exactly. I think that's the point. They they weren't already, which is why we put the question out there, and they still aren't. Uh, I would say, yes. Who's ahead of them?
0: Warriors, uh, War- Suns? Uh, Suns, yeah. And uh, who else was ahead of them? i got to get to the uh, the odds here. I would think the Warriors, right?
2: Or are they saying the Celtics?
0: Are uh, the Celtics, actually. Really? Yeah. yeah.
2: Even with the addition of Crowder, even with still the addition of Crowder, Celtics.
0: yeah. Let me. I'm trying to find me. Oh, here they are. Uh, the Celtics are actually the favorites, still at seven to two. Suns nine to two, and the Milwaukee Bucks third at six to one, followed by the Nuggets at fifteen to two, and the Clippers, who actually the Bucks are playing tonight in Los Angeles at twelve to one. Clippers, really? And the Sixers also twelve to one. Man, I don't know how. I- if everybody stays healthy, right, and, and the Bucks that, were the Bucks were fifteen to two prior to the trade, now they're six to one. So
2: that's, I mean, that's already the Suns a huge were jump.
0: the Suns were twenty to one prior to the trade for Durant, now they're nine to two, and the Celtics were four to one prior to any dealings they had, and it was seven to two now. Did the they make them. any deals? I don't think so. No. I don't,
2: yeah, I don't remember hearing or seeing anything outside of Blake Griffin in the off season because you know that's a buck killer. Um, I hate Blake Griffin. I, I don't, I don't get it. I, I don't get it. Celtics are a good team. We you know, like Jalen Brown, Jason Tatum, they're a good team. Marcus Smart's annoying. He's a good player. The Williams guys, they're good. Al Horford can catch the fountain of youth. Like, but you look at what the addition of Jay Crowder does for the Bucs, I don't know how they're not the favorite to at least come out of the East. I don't get it. I, I don't know, and, and that's not even a Milwaukee bias. I mean, you got Tatum on the floor. You throw either Crowder or Chris at him. That slows him down. You got Jalen on the floor. You throw Crowder or Wes at him. You got Marcus on the floor. You throw Drew or Wes or Crowd at them. Like, those three are eliminated. Who guards Giannis? Horford? Tatum? Grant Williams? I mean, really? Okay, let's say you put Grant Williams on Giannis. That's not going to end well. Who guards Lopez? Who guards Horford? I mean, uh, uh Bobby Portis. I mean, you're gonna have to put a Horford on those guys? Like, I just don't I don't see the math. Because defensively, the Bucks have an answer for everything the Celtics want to do. Defensively, they have an answer for everything the 76ers want to do. What are the answers those teams have for the Bucs? I mean, Brooke Lopez is showing you he can get points. I, I I say this all the time. People tend to forget Brooke Lopez is the Brooklyn Nets. All-time leading scorer. If Lopez wanted to average 20 a game, he could. I mean, he he's very gifted around the rim. He just knows his role, his responsibility. So, I mean, I just don't understand, like, how they can't be the favorite coming out of
0: the East. I just don't get it.
2: Uh, one call, that's all for the weekend. Our Gruber Lofts, one call, call, that's all for the weekend. That's all. all right,
0: well, let's see. Homer and Tony got, uh, Tony's got Scotty Scheffler and John Rum both finish in the top five at the Waste Management Phoenix Open. And Homer has Jalen Hurts winning the Super Bowl MVP.
2: What do you got, Pebble?
0: I'm going to take Devontae Smith to win the uh, Super Bowl MVP. I think if the Eagles win in the game, I think Smith has big playability. Receivers tend to win the MVP on occasion. Uh, Hassan Reddick's also another guy who I like as well. Top edge rusher. If he gets a sack. Maybe lost fumble or turn for a touchdown. He could win MVP. But I like Jalen Hurts as a hedge. But I take Devontae Smith to win MVP.
2: Patrick Mahomes, MVP. Because the Chiefs are winning. Because you're wrong, Pebble. All
0: right, we'll find out. We'll find out. Uh, <laughs> I look forward to gloating next time I see
2: you. <laughs> Speaking of gloating, we're Sugar Free been? I want to be gloating like crazy. He's been ducking me. Uh, another fun day. The guys will be back in the seats on Monday. We'll see if uh, there's going to be some gloating going on. Uh, you'll see me, obviously, over at Channel 12. i got to head there right now. We've got a lot going on today, per usual. But as always, thank you to everybody on our talk and text line. Thanks to Jason Wildey and Fat Jack from Fat Jack Sports. Thanks to Pebble for putting on a great show. I'm Dario Melendez. As always, have a great sports-filled weekend, and may the sports be with you.
0: I don't have to do nothing but stay black and die. White people. I will bet
1: anybody. I can't do it. We'll do it live. (laughs) Do it live. I'll write it, and we'll do it live.
2: (laughs) This thing sucks.